Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, the first of its kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. Welcome to our first author interview. Jessica and I are joined by author Molly Campbell. She's the author of Taking on Twins and the Orphan Train. Molly, we enjoyed discussing your books last month and we want to thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. We are excited to have you and we're just going to start right off with questions. So first of all, where did you get your inspiration for the story? Well, the story started out as an idea I had for a young adult book. It was the first book I I ever sat down to write, and it was going to be this uh, steampunk story where a daughter took over her father's laboratory after he passed away and was finishing his inventions. And I saw that Love Inspired had a contest getting ready to start, and their focus was on acquiring new Western authors. And it clicked with me suddenly one day that this could be uh, switched around into a Western story about a daughter who took over her father's apothecary shop and ran the pharmacy for the town. And so um, it just kind of fit with the sisters um, uh, trying to deal with their father's death. And uh, it, it turned into a Western. So I love it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We really, we really did enjoy um, both the books. I would say probably The Orphan Train uh, was my favorite out of the two. That also might be because I'm a teacher. <laughs> well, I was a teacher. Now, now I'm an administrator. But just that connection with her, like working with the kids and um, all of that stuff. So, so were any of your characters based on people um, from your life? Yes, they, they somewhat are. Um, in the first book, in Taking on Twins, uh, there's a set of twins, obviously. They're um, a boy and a girl, and I, I think they were toddler-aged, and um, they were based very strongly off my daughter, who was that same age at the time that I wrote the book. So a lot of the things that they do in the book are things that she did or that I could see her doing. Any of the silliest moments are probably things she actually did, because <laughs> she was a little bit on the ornery side. <laughs> so those were strongly patterned after her. And my husband is always, there's pieces of him, of him in all of my heroes. He's always part of it in there. So uh, he, he inspires a lot of the characteristics that my heroes have. Yeah, I love that. It is easier to build your characters when you pull from people around you. And we know about the honoriness we have. Mm-hmm. So Jessica and I come from a family of six girls. And so I think our count for kids between all of us is 12 right now. I think so. I think so. Yeah. So, and there's some Henri ones mixed in there. <laughs> yes. In fact, we have, um, sure. we have twin nephews, twin boys. Yes. Um, and oh. they, they kind of, the twins kind of remind us of them yes. a little bit. Yeah. You know, they put their heads together and big trouble, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh. Okay, and then I know that we all had a burning question about the third sister, so I'll let Jessica ask that one. Yes, we were all wondering if you were going to write a third book about the youngest sister. Well, that's that's a long story that um, I, I have the book written or mostly written, and I know what all of her story is. About the time that my second book came out, Love Inspired was going to stop publishing their historical line. So I knew I couldn't get the third one published right away through them. They have since started 
occasionally publishing some new historicals, but we just haven't been able to work it out yet to where um, my story fits what they prefer in their books. So I'm I'm still trying to see what I could do with that because I hate to leave it hanging. And <laughs> I love Kat and I really want to put her story out there. Can you tell us anything about where she might be headed? I can, t- I can tell you that we had some predictions about, I think maybe Ooh. she's headed into something with the banker. My yeah. And then um, Tiffany, who couldn't join us today, she was thinking maybe she'd be more like her aunt. Just she wouldn't get married, but she'd just kind of be like a mentor to those around her. I love the guesses. That's so fun. <laughs> um, and, and they're both wrong. Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> now we really want to read the story and yeah. find out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you that of all the sisters, I thought she was the least likely to end up with a pastor. So that's where her story might be going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. When I think back on her character, yeah. I would agree. I, yeah, I think she's yeah. like feisty, like kind of, fe- you know, like I like how like she was interacted with the banker, you know, mm-hmm. she. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is very interesting. I'm going to have to share that with Tiffany. She will. That was not something she was thinking at all. I don't see her as a pastor's wife. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It's a twist, and that will be very interesting to read. I'm hoping that you can get that published here in the future. Are you thinking about maybe doing some indie publishing with it? Uh, Possibly, yeah. Okay. Um, It's the, my, since I published these two books, um, life just kind of took over as my kids are getting older it was harder for me to find some time to write it was actually easier when they were little and would nap yes <laughs> um, yeah so uh i haven't been able to really focus on it too much for like a year or two so i'm hoping that i can get something like that going here in the near future um i really would still love to share that story however it has to happen well if you do get it published you'll have to let us know and we'll definitely have you back to talk about to talk about the book yeah um, because yeah. we would love yeah. to we'd love to read her story. <laughs> I'm just curious. I did see a note in the back of your book where you thanked your um, parents for watching the kids so you could write and everything. So how old are the kids now? Uh, they're nine and seven now. Okay, yeah. Uh, so when I wrote the books, they were I think my son was just starting school. so he was like preschool uh, kindergarten age mm-hmm. and my daughter was a toddler. I was writing so very exciting yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. all right um where can we find your books so if if any of our listeners want to purchase your books where could they go to get those they are still available online they're available on amazon and on um harlequin.com uh harlequin owns love inspired uh so they're available to order there through either of those options uh in ebook or in physical book format Okay. okay. It's exciting. You know what? I did think of another question that I wanted to ask you. Because when yeah. we started discussing your first book, Taking on Twins, I struggled with the fact that they broke up, she married his best friend, and then they get back together. Because I feel like that would have been hard for him to overcome. So where did that idea come from? Well, the idea for them not ending up together originally was that... My husband and I actually, when we were dating, broke up for a year and got back together and ended up getting married shortly after. But I've always loved 
a reunion type of storyline in romances where they get back together after some time because that mirrors my my life and my happily ever after and uh it's I did not date his his best friend in that time or anything like that. <laughs> that was just a layer that I added for just to to throw some obstacles in their way. You know, they um, him coming back into town might be too easy if there wasn't any any emotional um, tension there between the two of them. So sure, um, yeah. 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 I could see that definitely. Mm-hmm. We did talk about how she seemed quick to like make a jump to a conclusion you know she didn't really hang around (laughs) to listen to him we found that very interesting but then uh, the one mystery part that kind of kept us always guessing too was the doctor and him not liking her and and not sending people to her was very interesting we we, Mm -hmm. uh spent the whole book trying to figure out what was behind that (laughs) yeah i i enjoyed wrapping it up that way giving him a good reason you know um it's it's uh, kind of a cliche villain if he doesn't really have a good reason behind it. Um, most human beings work off of reactions to things that have happened in our lives. And we're, we're not just hateful toward other people because we just don't like them. Um, there's there's something in our life usually that's that's compounding that that's making that an issue that we just can't get past. And I just felt like he needed a reason to act that way. So that's, yeah, that's, that's the reason. We thought that was a good reason yeah. too. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. very acceptable. Um, mm-hmm. It's just yeah. throughout the book, we're going, what is going on here? <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And then the orphan train made me really interested in like researching the orphan train. I haven't done that yet because I got sidetracked on some research on Jesse and Frank James. <laughs> so that was for oh. Something oh, in mind. That's a good one too, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just how they took the kids in to the school, lined them up, and then people just kind of walk through. And we, I think we related it to like a cattle auction almost, where you're like checking to make sure it's good cattle and, and like the kids <laughs> take it home, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely was. And it's, it's terrible to think of now, but I mean, they truly did do that with kids. They mm-hmm. just line them up sometimes right at the train station. They just walk them off, line them up, and people just look them over. And a lot of them didn't end up in great families that wanted them because they wanted a child. You know, they wanted farm help, mm-hmm. um, something like that. And so it's good that they were able to get a home outside of the streets in the in the urban city that they would have come from. But they also, a lot of them went into just as rough of a situation. So I like that you placed them all into good homes, except for the one. But then he ended up in a good home. I will say, though, when they were doing like the checkups and stuff, the very first one, I was screaming, he's not a good home. Take him back. You know, (laughs) like like you just wanted him to be pulled back out of that home. So it was a very enjoyable story. Oh, thank you. Do you have anything else you'd like to share um, about your books or your writing, anything? I I just really appreciate you guys uh, reading my books and taking such an interest in them. It's fun. You know, they've been out for a few years, so uh, some of the interest in them uh, slows down after a while. So it's really nice to be able to talk about them again with people who really enjoyed them. And so I appreciate that. Also, um, I can tell you that I wrote those books under a pen name. And I'm currently writing under my real name. Oh, okay. Okay. 
So if anyone is interested in keeping up, I've been writing short, uh, short pieces recently, um, flash fiction. I've had a few pieces published of that. So if anyone's interested in finding that, my real name is Abby Downey, A-B-B-E-Y-D-O-W-N-E-Y. And if you search that, you'll find my website. It's abbydowney.com. Okay. That, you know, I'm so glad to know that because trying to connect with you under the name Molly Campbell, I was struggling to make that connection. So, okay. Yes. Very cool. Um, Are you, you, are you on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me there. Um, you can find me on Facebook under either name, like you did. Um, I have a page for each author uh, name. And then on Instagram, it's Abby Downey. I forget the exact um, exact handle for that, but um, that's I, I'm on there under Abby Downey. And uh, then, like I said, through my website, it's got links to all those if anyone has trouble finding them. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah. We'll probably connect with you some more in the, in the future, definitely. So I... I just wanted to say thank you again for joining us. And if you'd like to purchase her books, uh, our listeners, if you'd like to purchase her books, those are on Harlequin, right? Dot com. Yes. Okay. Harlequin.com and Amazon. And Amazon. And they're under the author name Molly Campbell, but you are currently writing under your name, Abby Downey. Yes, that's right. All right. I'll put a link um, in the show notes too on literaryscape.com when I post the show. So if you want to purchase those books, I'll have a link in there for you. And just want to say thank you to our listeners for listening. And don't forget to to subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening to Literary Escape's Historical Inspirational Book Club podcast. Join us next month for another exciting episode. To support the show and access additional content and author interviews, become a patron. Visit literaryscape.com for more details.